Hi everybody, this is Lori Weaver. Welcome to day 23 of Compulsive Overeating Diary, my grand experiment where I podcast my thoughts and feelings about compulsive overeating rather than heading for the chips. When we return from listening to my snippet of I'm Letting Go by Josh Woodward, my theme song, I'm going to tell you why I get so darn confused about what day is it, how long has it been, what do I weigh, what's going on, more about those crazy robot aliens that took control of my body in the last episode, and what's encouraging me so much today. But I'm letting go. everybody. Wasn't that cool to listen to I'm letting go? I think I need to let go a little bit more. So deep breath everyone on three. One, two, three. In. (gasps) I tell you, I have had a really frustrating day. Not nearly as frustrating as when those aliens visited me, but I went to Descanso Garden because I wanted to record record this podcast about two hours ago. And I went to my normal podcast spot and we got all ready to record, and comes the sound of some guys with chainsaws cleaning up brush around that area. Okay, I thought, you know, Descanso's a pretty big place. I'm gonna just wander around until I find a quiet place to land. Well, I went all over that park, and it must have been machinery park cleanup day, because not only was there a lot of people making noise, but there were big back hose and (laughs) saws and wood chopping and all kinds of things. So that made me pretty frustrated that I walked all over that park and couldn't find a single quiet place to sit. However, the good news is I got plenty of beautiful pictures on my phone and video for Instagram. So I'm going to tell you, go to Lori Dreamweaver on Instagram because I really got some neat video of the koi fish swimming and my my walk through what I call the enchanted woods and all kinds of neat looking things while I was looking for a place to podcast to you. Now normally you know what this would do for me because I got frustrated, frustrated, frustrated. I mean, how dare everybody like clean up Descanso Gardens when it's my turn to be podcasting, right? Normally the chips would be calling my name, but no, those space aliens, I kicked their ass. They're gone today. (laughs) They're not here. You know, I am safe within my own skin and talking to you. And I wanted to share with you how come I get so confused. Usually on the opening, I tell you how many days or weeks it's been since the podcast. And uh, once a week, I tell you what I weigh and what my progress is. Because I promised you, brave companions, that I would be honest and tell you how I'm doing. Well, I looked back in my records. And the reason why I get so confused is because it is seven weeks to the day today. This is March 24th that I began the podcast. But it was eight weeks ago that I began tracking my calories again. And that's why I keep flip-flopping, thinking, is it five weeks? Is it six weeks? Is it seven weeks? Is it eight weeks? So today, it is seven weeks since I began the podcast, eight weeks since I began tracking my food. But from here on out, I'm just going to refer to the day I began the podcast. So seven weeks ago, podcast started. And when I began this experiment, I weighed 225 pounds. Last week, I weighed 
14 pounds. So I was down 11 pounds in six weeks. Well, thanks to my robot alien attacks and a mini binge besides the bigger binge, I'm up about half a pound. But instead of getting discouraged about that, I'm going to think, what the heck, I'm down 10 and a half pounds in the seven weeks of this podcast. Eight weeks if you count the time that I started tracking. But either which way, I'm down 10 and a half pounds. And if you look at it, that I had been gaining about a pound a week, that gives me another eight pounds. Yay! So that means I'm down almost 20 pounds compared to what I would have been if I continued on my path to eating so much. Now, the robot aliens are what I call my binge behavior. That time when you start just shoveling in the food and you have no clue why you're doing it because your subconscious is triggering it and your conscious self doesn't yet know why this is going on. And if you're at all curious about just what my subconscious was trying to communicate with me, I went into this at length in the previous episode, episode 22. So if you're really curious, go back and listen to that one if you're a new listener. But otherwise, what I want to focus on today is, okay, i done the damage, the aliens came down, the robots went into my arms, threw a bunch of food down my gullet, I went through the woe is me and I dissected all the reasons. Now what? Yes, I put on half a pound. Yes, that means that I'm not on track as yet. It means I had a bump in the road. And all of you who are listening, if you deal with this issue, know that compulsive eating and dieting of any type is filled with peaks and valleys and ups and downs and the whole fall down, get back up kind of a scenario. So really success, there is no finish line, there is no line in the sand, there is no time when I can say, whoo, I'm done, I'm cured, I'm fine, I eat perfectly, that does not exist. I could lose 100 pounds, which I've done in the past, (laughs) doesn't matter. How you lose weight is always the same, you eat less than you burn in some manner, but how you feel about food is what's different, and how you feel about yourself is what's really different. So one of my main problems is when I've had a stumble like my alien robot attack is I kind of get down on myself and make it a little bit worse. It's like I'm telling myself things that I'm not not worth it, not good. So this time I said I'm not going to tell myself that. I'm going to reach out for support or I'm going to find proof that I am good or I'm going to have some fun. I'm going to take myself out to have some fun. And part of that fun was planning to go to Descanso today, which, as I shared earlier, turned into a very frustrating time for me. However, there's like this really, really cool adventure side to that. One, I got to look all over the park. And two, I came up to Duke Majin, the place where I usually hike up the mountain, straight up the middle or on the, the mountainside trails. And I was looking since I'm not wearing my hiking boots, if there was any cool place to podcast down lower because I really cannot hike up that trail without my hiking boots on. So because I'm here on the mountain trail, you might be hearing some birds or other hikers or noise or wind or every once in a while an airplane might go by. But I found this really, really cool place across a dry riverbed on a trail site that I had not been to before with cool tube benches, nice benches under shady tree, and I'm leaning against a very handy rock. So 
Yahoo! Because of my misfortune at Descanso and the noisy day, I got a brand new cool place to podcast. And it's just gorgeous here. It's really, really pretty. Back to my topic. How do I have fun after a binge? time I did something kind of silly like I used to do with my kids. I don't know if I told you I'm not a mother but I did used to be an elementary school teacher. Okay so one of the things that I used to do with them if they were feeling bummed out was have them draw a big monster. So what I did is I found some free clip art and put it together in Photoshop of the robot aliens coming to attack me with bags of chips. And I put that graphic on my Facebook page. So if you want to see it, go to facebook.com slash compulsive overeating diary and you'll see my robot aliens picture. And that just kind of made me laugh because it was fun to, to be silly and find pictures of robots and pictures of flying saucers and and put together this graphic. I think I also put that on Instagram too, but just the very fact that I kind of took this feeling of being bad about having this binge and turned it into a fun graphic for myself to remind myself that it really isn't robot aliens that are coming, that it's really my subconscious communicating to me, helped me have some fun. Now, I also told you guys that I had purchased a Facebook ad to see if I would get any new likes. And a couple of those people who came and liked my page there on Facebook, one was Vanessa, and she took the time to send me a very encouraging message. And so I liked that. I said, well, that's cool. That's neat. I got another like on my Facebook page, and I met a new brave companion named Vanessa. That was encouraging. Then another person who liked my Facebook page was named Shirley, and she had on her page the most beautiful photo of crocuses that she had taken at her botanical garden. So I commented on that and shared it to my Facebook page. I'm just now learning how this all works, but I shared it to my Facebook page, and I wrote on there how much I liked it. She commented back to me on that photo about it, and so we had a little conversation. I said, I'm inspired. So I'm going to the botanical garden today and I'm going to take a close-up picture of flowers in honor of you, Shirley. And so I really had fun the first part of my botanical garden adventure going around taking different photos of flowers, trying to get a close-up one that was worthy of Shirley's crocuses. And I found one that I really liked. I took of the tulips opening in the bulb bed that's right at the opening of Descanso. So you can see that on Instagram. And I think I will also put my Shirley picture is on my Facebook page and I might stick it on the show notes here on day 23 because I really like my my tulip picture. Now see I would have been thinking today about taking pictures of tulips and I even got some of bluebells with bees on it and all kinds of different things. I would not have been thinking that if Shirley hadn't liked my Facebook page and I hadn't gone to her page and seen her beautiful photo of flowers. So that took me out of my uh, my slump. It was out of my comfort zone, but also out of my discomfort zone, if that makes any sense to you. I was doing something that was not really food related, it was flower related. And I was communicating with another human being who may have originally got in contact with me because of the topic of compulsive overeating. If you are advertising a page called Compulsive Overeating Diary Podcast, 
Well, most likely those people have some interest in that topic or they wouldn't be bothering to like the page. Okay, so we met online over compulsive overeating, but we bonded a little bit over flowers. Isn't that cool? So now I have a new interest. I'm really interested in how can I take better photos of my flowers with the phone. As I shared with Shirley, I am really blind without my reading glasses, but I have really good sight in my far vision. So when I walk around, I'm usually not wearing my reading glasses. So things that I do close up, it's tough. And I think I'm taking a good photo and it comes out blurry. So I get annoyed if I have to keep like putting on my reading glasses and then taking them off and putting them on and taking them off. Or I can't really walk around with my reading glasses. And like she said, she you know, I, I do the whole thing at home where I, I kind of perch my reading glasses on the tip of my nose and look over the top of them when I'm walking around like you would with bifocals. But that doesn't work for me that well out in the in the garden. So I just kind of took my time, slapped the glasses on so I could focus better, and did my best to take a good picture. So if you guys are photographers out there, and, or you are, have some tips on how to take nice flower pictures with your iPhone, I'd love to hear it. <laughs> that was really fun. Another thing that encouraged me, I forget why, I went onto iTunes today and I saw that Compulsive Overeating Diary was really jumped up to the top row of new and notable for personal journals. I said, wow, that's unusual. You guys must either be downloading my episodes like crazy or let me go check to see if there's a new review. Because usually that's the kind of thing that pumps you up in the order of where you found on iTunes. And sure enough, there was this beautiful review from RCB 2007. And I just want to read you part of it because it really touched my heart. It was titled Amazed. Lori, greetings. I've just found your podcast today. Your podcast has made me look at my own struggle in a new and profound way. It is a blessing to know that I'm not alone and that someone does understand. I mean, that really got to me. My struggles, my talking here outside to myself is helping this person review their own struggles in what they classify as a profound way. Wow. It does, that really made me feel good that this is helping somebody. Right, And then she went on, or he, I don't know, this person went on to say, you are a unique and special person to walk down this path and invite others along with you. This person called me special and unique. Special and unique. Wow. That took a long time to, to sink in. It's almost like I let those words flutter on the outside of my clothing, but I didn't really like to let them into my heart. Now, if she called me a bitch or said, you loser, that would go like an arrow right into my heart right then. So that brought me to this, this thought for today that I'm asking you guys for your input too. Why is it so easy for us to let in the bad things, the things that someone else says to us, like the shorts incident I had when I was younger where someone said something bad about my legs and that made me feel like a monster. Why is it so easy to believe what others say when it's bad or what you tell yourself when it's bad? Like if I say to myself, Laura, you screwed up, you're worthless, you're terrible, I'm really, really quick to believe that. But this person, RCB2007, says, Laurie, 
you are a unique and special person to walk down this path and invite others along. They think this is special and unique of me to do. Now to me, this is just what I kind of like to do. I was born to gab, born to talk, love to talk. In fact, I never get chances enough to talk because my talking usually annoys the heck out of anyone else. <laughs> if we went to dinner, you wouldn't like it if I just sat there and talked and talked and talked and told story after story. You know, you have to take a breath. You have to let other people talk also. But in a podcast, pretty much what you do is, is talk and talk. And what do I think about? Because I have the compulsive overeating brain, I think about compulsive overeating. Wow, score! I don't have to do too much research into this topic. I can just come out into a beautiful place and talk about this. So this isn't all that hard for me to physically do. It is hard for me to admit some of the things that I admit to you. I will, I will grant you that. But every single episode, it's getting easier and easier. So that's kind of cool. But still, unique and special. I just don't know. It just, it, it's just hard for me to accept that as a label for myself. But I tell you, honestly, I'm going to read that one over and over again because it made me see myself in a way that I don't normally see myself. It's not like, Lori, you are the greatest. It's, Lori, you are unique and special. And I think we're all unique and special. We all have our own gifts to share. And what I take by this is that this person is thinking that I am sharing my gift I must be doing what I'm meant to be doing because it's kind of hitting the target. It's, it's helping people. It's working. It's touching the hearts of others. And I'm making connections with other people who are having these same struggles, which was kind of my hope. And that brings me back to another thing that was kind of really encouraging. And it was just the right time. There's a new listener, Maddie, who posted on episode four, my, my pathetic episode, the one where I felt so pathetic about asking people to post on my blog that I almost didn't post it. And I think this is the most posted on post of any of my show notes is the pathetic, the, for the pathetic episode on episode four. So I said to myself, you know, I'm on episode 22. I haven't listened to episode four for a long time. I wonder what's compelling people to be posting so much. Let me, let me be brave and go back and re-listen to episode four. And I did. And one thing that really struck me besides my feelings of shame and being pathetic is throughout episodes one through four, you can really hear me breathing heavily because I'm walking around La Crescenta Park down there as I'm talking. Right now I'm sitting on a bench, so hopefully I'm not breathing too terribly hard or I'm out of shape, right? But those episodes, I was walking around the park and you can hear my breathing. So my first kind of mean to Lori voice said, oh gosh, those poor people had to hear all of these noise of the traffic, hear your breathing, that was really awful. But then I went back and listened to episode 22, which I also did walking around the park at La Crescenta. I walked around the same park in the same way. And yes, I'm talking about a binge, but if you listen to it, I'm not breathing as hard at all. In fact, I'm, you can hardly tell the difference between parts of that 
podcast when I was walking as this one when I'm sitting. So that means that my fitness level has greatly increased in the seven weeks since I began my podcast. If you could hear my breathing, and I'm wearing the same mic, which I am, using the same recorder, which I am, and the only difference is the seven weeks of fitness where I've been hiking up and down this darn mountain like three times a week and taking long walks and doing my water aerobics faithfully, that means that my cardio fitness has increased. So that distracted me from the aliens and what a worthless piece of garbage I am to let aliens in because I'm not. <laughs> this was just a temporary setback, these aliens. You know, that's how you have to view it. You have to just think when the, when the robot aliens come down to get you, that it's really your subconscious beaming you a message like in, in Star Trek. Beam me up, Scotty. It's saying, beam me up. Beam up to where your conscious is. Know that something's bugging you. Know that something's on your mind. And try to forgive yourself. Try to understand yourself. And try to have some fun. Now, before I wrap up for today, I do want to tell you one other thing that was really super exciting. I mentioned in that pathetic episode that I had just been to the New Media Expo, which was a conference for people that do podcasting and video and things like this. And Mark and I went there in the first part of January. And I met a guy there who does a great podcast for parents. If you are a parent, a grandparent, or anybody that has anything to do with kids in your life, it's called Kick-Ass Dad, and it's about how to be a passionate parent full of practical advice, cool interview people, just a really great podcast. And I enjoyed meeting his Mike Mataluni. He's one of the co-hosts of that. And they wanted to interview me because I used to be a school teacher, and we got together and we're telling each other stories and so he did interview me a couple weeks after the the conference and I just found out that that interview is live on his podcast kick-ass dad so I'm going to put the link to that episode to his podcast one because I'd like you if you are a parent or interested in parenting to give his podcast a try but also because I talk in that one a little bit about my other podcast, Daily Adventure Tales, but a lot about when I was a school teacher and when I developed my website for kids and my philosophy of life. So if you really kind of want to get to know the person behind the compulsive overeating to hear my story when I'm not talking about eating, then this is a really neat interview. And it was fun. It was fun to be interviewed. I felt like, oh, I'm like a celebrity, but I'm not. But this was the first time ever that I was interviewed in the main the main featured person on someone else's show. So I'll leave that on there for you. So I think I'm going to sign off for today. Go back down the hill. I won't have nearly as long a walk. And I really do hope that you guys will email me, call me. Remember the Bravery Hotline, 206 3506445 or come on the website and click on the speak pipe button that says send a voicemail or send a voice message and then you can record a message with your computer but I'd love to hear from you when you're ready and one last thing I want to do a, a closing shout out there was a long time listener who wishes to be anonymous because this person shared part of their story with me but after I did that episode this person 
heard how sad and frustrated I was in episode 22. And so they took the time to reach out to me on my contact form on the website to let me know that I was cared for and to share how some of my podcasts had been helping them and to make sure that I felt good about myself. So see, you guys are really helping me every bit as much or more as I'm helping you. So however your day is going, if it's a great day, hooray. If it's an alien robot day, chin up, take care, have fun, because I care. I'm a slave without a master, heading for disaster, kicking up the dust in the middle of the road. Ticket to a seaside thicket on the edge of Puget Sound. There I'll sit, I'll admit that I was only just a guest inside my skin. And by the dawn, I'll be gone and won't be holding on to anything again. I'm letting go. I'm letting go It's a sign